Today, we're going to take a little trip down memory lane. Why are we doing that? Well, we actually hit a big milestone in our firm, a big one. Not long ago, Matthew hit the 10-year mark at Acuity, a full freaking decade. Yep. And so I want to spend some time with Matthew talking about the big takeaways he's got over that time, like like 10 years and like where we've fallen short from where you expected to be. Where are we beyond where you thought we might be? Uh, a lot of firm owners just really haven't been in this space probably as long as us old guys. So what are your observations that may be helpful to others while you look back? All that here today on this little trip on Drink While You Think, the happy hour podcast where us two fools talk about the weird ways we're building our firm. I'm your host, Kenji. There is my now tenured co-host, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, the much younger, because you've been here yeah. so much longer. Uh, um, so, Matthew. Speaking of much younger, you want to see something real quick? Yeah. Us and all the the um, the whole crew. Um, just as we think about a trip down memory lane, Matthew, take a look at these two guys back in their first year. Okay, their very, very first year of of working together. Here it is. Look at that. That's not I can't, see I can't see anything. You can't see anything? That's a that's a different point your picture. All right. How about this one? I'm gonna need to drink. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. You go drink. It's a picture of us from uh Falcons game in 2014. Okay. Well, I'm gonna it, pull it was it was in November. It was a picture of when we looked a lot younger. We'll maybe post it, you know, somewhere else. But uh well, you need to be able to share your screen when you're I know. doing it. I guess I'm not worked in What are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking. It looks like a, a an accountant named beer because it's just plain <laughs> salted caramel porter. So this is from Anderson Valley Brewing Company. I've never had this one out of Boonville, California. So okay. nice. uh, it's a uh, bourbon barrel aged one, and it's a nine and a half percenter. So oh boy, good heavy one for this. We'll see. I'm going we'll the see. opposite direction here entirely. I'm drinking the garden beer. Look at that. <laughs> looks like it's healthy, right? This is from yeah. Wild Heaven. Uh, but the garden beer is their season 12 celebrating the Atlanta Botanical Gardens. We like the Botanical oh, that, that's, that's a cool one. Beer. It's uh, And it is a, sorry, it is like a, uh, a white, I think it's a white Belgian. It's got like cucumber and lemon, thyme. And sesame seeds or something. I don't know. That sounds kind of fancy to me. Anyway. Well, you're pouring it in a drink. No. So we can't see the beautiful color. I know, but I wanted I wanted to drink out of my awesome Acuity Yeti. The Acuity Yeti. Cheers. Cheers, man. Oh. Okay. This part, this first part I want to be quick because I think people have heard probably about it before. But in case we have new listeners who haven't heard, let's give you the quick backstory on 10 years ago. How we got together. Well, we got to keep it kind of quick because you know we've we've told this before. <laughs> you mean all Kenji and I had been friends for a bit. We had been friends for three or four years by this time, right? Yeah. And I was partner in Cherry Beckert, and Kenji had just bought out his previous partner, so he was eight years into Acuity at the time, and he was going at it alone, uh, which is crazy. If uh, like mentally, I think as a business person, no, seriously, I, like I don't know how I could have done this ten years without you. Like, I think it's hard. 
to go at it alone. So all you solopreneurs out there, um, congrats on 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 uh, on the challenge and and you're I'm not worthy uh, to be in your presence, probably. You don't know how you but, do it. Yep. Kenji had a party every year. Uh, Acuity had a party every year, you know that I can remember. But um, dating up to that, where they had the friends of Acuity party at this fun speakeasy called the Fred. Kind of surprising, was, Kenji throwing a party. That that seems you know, odd. Yeah. So it's like. Um, it was a speakeasy and it was downstairs from the Taco Mac, which is an old acuity client and, and named after the manager there, Fred, who Kenji had known previously. And I don't think Fred was even there at Taco Mac, even there when I was there. But, uh, you know, as I like to tell people, Kenji got really drunk. It's like, hey, man, come take over the world. And I said, don't joke with me about that. And, and we put the, the deal together uh, later, like at the next week, we put the deal together and thought about it for a month. And we both still wanted to do it. And, the rest is history, man. Rest is history. There we did it. Yeah. We've talked. We talked about some of it before, like how we got together. And, and, and again, the thing that's interesting was it was um, we were good friends. We've been kind of uh, partners helping each other out. Like we referred, we tried to refer work together to each other. Um, but also, too, we were we were quick. We were we tend to be that way, making even big decisions. We're kind of go with gut feel on things. We're We've always been that way. We're always a little unusual that way. We tend to also go real simple. Like we did a lot of the design of how we wanted to structure it ourselves and kind of made attorneys come in afterward. Actually one attorney, which is weird. So we, we kind of, Matthew's got a good head for deals and things like that. So we kind of knew what we wanted to accomplish and we kind of made the attorneys just kind of like, just pencil this up for us the way we want it. Just document well, yeah, this document. conversation we had. Yeah. Let's go. And then, and then we kind of just got after it. So we went, jumped in. So, Okay. Let's let's get into the parts. Like let's okay. Look back now. You got to look back ten years and go. Oh my god! Uh, I'll see if I can find that picture later. You look back at how much younger we look. <laughs> sad. It's sad, dude. We were we were we weren't even forty yet. I know. No, so, I know it. We were young at so, we thirties. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. But so, what parts do you look back and you're like, what? Like we're only like if looking back like. You're like we only got this far, like we're only here. That kind of sucks. Like I, I, where you envision, like, oh, I thought for sure we'd be, like, way past that. Whether it's in the business or you know, um, things we're well, doing. I mean, the, the, when you when you're like just like the holy crap moments. I mean, the first week I was there was my holy crap moment, and and there's still this sheet of paper that Kelly has. Like I would track our weekly billings yeah, and it was single digit thousands. I mean, we had 10 employees, dude. Yeah. We had single digit thousands billings when I started. Oh, I mean, yeah. Kenji had let this thing go off the rails. It was, it was, it was dying. It was heading down. So, so like I had we big were, ideas and big dreams, but the things that were actually trying, were supposed to be happening in the meantime, were not working. So if anybody wants to do that, just take $9,000 and multiply that by 52. And our <laughs> run rate was $450,000. This is half of what Acuity had normally been Yeah, um, we were. by the time I started. Because he had been like, oh, yeah, we're a million-dollar revenue company. Don't worry about it. And I had done so much diligence, of course, that I knew that that was right. Then I, then the four three months that I was tailing out at Cherry Beckert, evidently, we went from a million dollars in revenue to $450,000 in revenue. Word got out on the street that Matthew was coming and our value. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was rough. Uh, it was it was a that, rough. It was that was my start. That was that was a rough start, dude. Like um, Kelly 
Kelly still has the piece of paper. Oh, I know. Because I would I would track because we bill every week. I don't know. I think people know that. It was like, one where it was rough, it was rough because I, I think the roughest for me on that one was I just felt horrible. I just felt bad. I mean, not that like, you know, oh my gosh, it wasn't, you know, I pulled something over on you. It was like a dude, this was only a little bit ago in better shape. And it just goes to show, like, I think it was not intended by any means intended. But it was probably illustrative of like how fragile small firms are and small companies are like just incredibly fragile. And like as, as exciting as it was about you coming, it was like, it just things got bad in a hurry. Probably a lot of that I think was probably me looking back and going, well, I delegated too much to some some folks who weren't ready for that. And I always had my head too far in the clouds of like, I'm so excited about the going forward when you were coming. It was just hands off the wheel too much, right? Mm-hmm. But that said, yeah, just delicate. Like businesses are delicate, especially at that size and phase. Ugh, that that stunk. I hated it. I was like, I cannot believe I got him to leave Cherry Becker and we're in this shape right now. Like this sucks. This is awful. I have a question for we're, like I've thought about this because people have asked me this before and I don't have a good answer. Where did you think we would be 10 years in? Like, was this even on your radar? No, it's really, it's actually, this is really hard. That's why I was hoping maybe you'd have better perspective. This is hard looking back. It's hard looking back when we're going, you know, I, I will say that um, I'll say very straight up front, like from an income perspective, I think I, I thought we'd be further along. You just kind of sense, oh, you grow so big. Like, oh, we're just raking in money. It's a good, the good thing about us is, yeah, we've done, we've done fine. You know, we're still in our same houses. We're still doing the same things. Like we're kind of Really, not much has changed about us, and that's kind of us. We love to have fun and go do fun things, but like we just don't yeah. really live a big lifestyle. But I think probably, I mean, I had no plans of like, well, when we hit this, we're going to buy a new house or things. I never thought that way. But I probably thought we'd be a little further along, especially now that we're here paying for tuition for kids and just life is expensive. But um, I, I, I am surprised every quarter. When like I, I would be amazed, like if I were to go back and now when I prepare for our quarterly leadership or sorry, our quarterly company meetings, and I'm pulling together the financials and get ready to talk to the team and talking points. When I look at our revenue mix of where our revenue comes from as a business, how unbelievably different that mix is, right? I mean, you know, we had visions of bookkeeping and kind of becoming a thing, but it was really early. Like it was almost it was negligible. It wasn't really anything at that point. And right. it's a huge driver of the business. It's a huge driver. The fact that we have tax sitting on there. So there's a lot of stuff there that I'm really surprised about. Like there were, yeah. although this I would, have, I would have lost a bet that we had a tax practice. I would have too. That's that's probably the one I can't. Believe. <laughs> I can't believe we have. I just can't. Like you and I were very anti-tax. No offense to our awesome, actually more. Accolades. I mean, we were anti-tax. It's just not our. We're not anti-tax. We just. Don't know tax, right? We're yeah, like, yeah. We've typically our specialties. We've, yeah, we've typically done things that we not only knew, like we had hands-on experience doing. Like if somebody, and I think this is very common for accountants, accounting firm owners, the work we're doing, or you're leading, you've done the work. It's been a long time since I've been a CFO for somebody, but I've done the work. You've done the work. Like right, I could go in and do bookkeeping. I've done that before, so it's just uncomfortable. Like tax, I'm like I've never even done that. Like I. Yeah. I need TurboTax to do my own back in the days when it was simple. But yeah, tax, I guess tax, we should, really surprised. I would have lost a bet too. You and I both would have lost a bet on that. Yeah. I guess we should give some people who are first time listeners like context. We went from 10 years ago, we were 10 employees all in Atlanta to 150 people now all over the world. 
10 years ago were, what were we like 850K in revenue? We ended up that first year. That first year. And then we're tracking to closer to 11 million in revenue this year. So, um, so for context, that's kind of what that looks like. And then back in the day, it was like, what was it like 50, 50 CFO revenue and control revenue, zero for bookkeeping, zero for tax. tax. So we were, we were truly in the ways that most people define it, we were kind of an advisory only firm. I mean, if you kind of consider controller advisory, which some people can, that was it. We were basically just doing that. We were going to be a very boutique just for startups, which we still serve a lot of startups, only strategic work. We wanted this to only, I used to talk, I used to use the word boutique all the time. So I thought it sounded cool. What a dumb idea. But like, I wanted to be like, oh no, we don't do that low level transactional stuff. Right. So until a few clients kind of asked about it, and then we saw the cloud accounting stuff kind of go. And then you and I got really excited talking about it. Like we were like, man, wait a minute. Yeah. And and I think the thing that gave us energy, one of the things was, oh, if we can get this going, you start solving a lot of challenges around like accounts receivable, these huge big swings of like project-based revenue. Um, that can get really exhausting. Like I think that was, I, I was at a point too by myself is very difficult for me, you and I, we found that we've learned that about ourselves, not all people um, and firm owners that way. I was lonely, needed, I needed help. And then it just was exhausting. Like I kept thinking, man, if I've got to keep doing CFO hours, I'd worked in public accounting. So would you, the tech company I worked for after public, it was a technology consulting firm. It was still slinging hours and big projects and all that stuff of timesheets. And, and I just, I couldn't see myself right around that eight year mark going forward. I'm like, I can't, I can't keep doing that. I cannot keep doing it. Like I couldn't see myself another another 10 years. Like now, like I tell you, I w- I'm glad I'm or not doing is I'm, I couldn't be a billable, you know, fractional CFO right now. And not that it's not great work. It's great work. It's, it's helpful, but I, it just wasn't right for me anymore. It'd been too long. Like I'd just been doing that over and over and it just wasn't exciting to me. So I don't know. I think that's probably one thing that I've looked back at and realized that I am, man, boy, my my accounting skills have degraded, but but my well, energy for entrepreneurship and business building is way higher. Well, this means also it's your 10-year anniversary of not doing client work. Mm-hmm. I guess that's true. Yeah. So you haven't done client work for a decade. Yeah. I have not. And there have been times I've missed it a little bit, but not that much. I like the immediacy of it. I love helping people. I, I, I was very good client facing. My work product was fine. I mean, we don't have a super technical work product anyway. So I could get through with that. But I was good. I I I was I knew I was very competent at I could I could serve as clients. I could keep them happy. I was good at that, but it was exhausting. I it yeah. really wore me out. Like I think I wore it, I took it really seriously. And if a client called, I was on the spot. I I couldn't not say no to things. I I was just I was on it, and so I just it wore me out. So, um, what would you say to answer your question about like if you look back, like what was the the hard thing or the the um, weird year or the thing you didn't expect or whatever? Yeah, I I think there's it's the hardest thing. Like if I'm trying to tell someone to get ready over these next few years. Um, I think the the hard times come like 
right on the backside of what seemed like just these huge big wins and successes, right? Like, oh, you hit a, you hit 50 people. And I think we were just stoked to be at that size. Like, I can't believe we're 50. We're going and we weren't, I didn't feel like I was paying attention to what the infrastructure should look like. Like we've probably been in the last five years heavy building up the infrastructure because we were super light to begin with. We started off the other way around. Like we were mm-hmm. really lean. And so that was like, oh, we were way behind on building out teams and infrastructure after we kind of grown so much. I was like, oh, that was hard. Um, I think on some of our growth strategies, when we got things working in the sales side, yes, we're killing it. We got, I mean, so much, it was really fun when you and I were building up the sales team and all that and experimenting. That was a lot of fun. Like it's just interesting and the growth hacking days. And then, you know, we had probably our darkest period after that of like, where we just so excited about the growth that we took our eye off the ball on, you know, on, on retention and profitability and cash flow. We're like, what? And we just missed that. Right. Yeah. You know, that was hard. So it just kind of has that like seesaw. Seesaw. Whereas the first 10 years for me or eight years felt more like a slow, steady grind. Like you're just grind, 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 grind. This one's had moments of like, whoa, super excitement. And then like, whoops, yikes, we had some surprises. So I think that ego and hubris has to be kind of put in check. To me, every time I've got a little cocky with like, oh, we're aren't we great? There's been some kind of like gut punch. <laughs> a, re- a reminder that we're human. Yeah, that we're human. And I think that happens now. I, I tell you, I feel that now is where you're capitalizing this business, right? It's hard at this size, right? It's yep. banks aren't very good at lending. We're stingy on equity. Like we don't want to put, we don't, we'll put money in to put, put forward, but like it's, it's hard. It gets hard to capitalize it here. We're not looking to bring out other partners, like the old model of like lots of other partners and you got to pay in and buy in and keep kind of recapping like that. So that's hard. I mean, that gets hard too, but those are the hard things, but all those have been like growth related to hard things, right? For me. And then the other ones have been um, looking back, like when we, when you came on board, absolutely knew every team member well, and you absolutely knew the clients pretty well too. And I've kind of got at peace with that, but like, that's, that's a weird, that was a weird feeling of like, Oh, yeah. don't have that. Per- Cause we're, you and I are super relational. Like we like being around people. So I yeah. like knowing people. I like knowing, I I like knowing our clients. I like that. And when, when I don't, it's. So we've got it's harder, but it's it, that. I'm, uh, yeah, that's tough. That was tough. So there's some of the, those, those are some of the tougher things. Like no, knowing, I do like knowing that we're helping more clients. We're having a bigger impact. It's just a little hard though. when You don't feel that personal connection nearly as much as you used to. I don't. Yeah. I don't know about you. I mean, do you, do you miss serving clients at all? Yours has only been the past few years. Well, few years. I kind of get uh, like just how we split it up and just also our background. Like I still get pulled back in for the real technical accounting stuff. That's true. That's true. You're closer. But I still get to geek out when, you know, one of the teammates is going through an audit or somebody needs to deal with an auditor or something like that. I'm still the the go-to for some of that stuff and also some of the crypto stuff. So, um, you know, because AJ will bounce something off me or, you know, whatever, you know, so I still get 
I still get to see live stuff. I still do CFO office hours too. That's true. Yeah. Um, so um, I still get to talk to clients in that respect. And then in this new kind of world with the SaaS team lead, I'm having to get out and talk to clients more. And um, so that's kind of um, that's different. I think. I think I, I I still get at least enough to where I can be dangerous in that in that regard. You know. You know. You also you dress a lot more casually. 10 years later than you used to. I, I dress a ton more casually. Do you know, I had to like, because of the, we had the bill.com um, advisory council and then the zero thing this week. Yeah. Four days this week, I wore color. You wore color? Yeah, that's. Have, I wore it today too. Five, I'm five for five. I wore a collar every day this week. Can you believe that? One day we were playing golf, however. <laughs> yes, but. Although, although, yes. Otherwise, you're right. That is weird. Like that's that's a that's different. That is different because used to be I would wear a button up. I love and I love wearing a button up long sleeve shirt with yeah. with, with slacks. So are you, I, do you know how many pairs of khaki pants I have? How many? One. One. Everything else is jeans. Yeah. Like I don't. Even, like I can't even. I don't even know. Like I was like when I was going to the bill.com thing, I was like, "Oh shit, I got to go get some khaki pants." Like I almost went to Target to get khaki pants, which is which is yeah. probably the wrong thing to do. But that's my what go-to store now. Like half my wardrobe comes from Target now. Yeah. Like I, as I think about like things, I'm surprised about. Like what are we positive surprises? There are a lot of them. I, I, I there's there's almost so many of them, and maybe that's a. I have a little bit of a hard time imagining too far in the future. Like 10 years is a long time to imagine. Like that, that's like a lifetime in some way. So because I'm like, oh, like the Philippines? Like what? You know? Oh, oh yeah. If we had if we, we had, work that we work. What are the that's a good question? Like, what are the things today? Like if we had told ourselves when we started this, we would be like, You're crazy. You were crazy. Would it be like 150 people? St. Lucia, Philippines. I think the people side, I'd have been like, okay, that, that sounds, I'm surprised by that. I think things like team members, that a third of our team are international in either St. Lucia or in the Philippines. I'd have been like, what are you talking about? That would have been like mind blowing. That, that was, that was. Cause it was, we were, I mean, I know we were virtual, but 10 years ago, but we were a hundred percent Atlanta employees. hundred percent. 100%. And people came into the office. Like yeah, we were we were in there a for, month, right? People, yeah, we were in, yeah, people came in once a month or we were we were a little ahead of the curve on most of that, but so we're probably less surprised about working from home in this hybrid thing than most other people are just because we were kind of even doing it back then. But um yeah, that's that, I mean tax tax the one you mentioned earlier. No idea. I would have lost a bet on that for sure. <laughs> So, you know, an acquisition and a merger, does that seem out of character? Or you're like, oh, no, for I, sure. I, we're I, gonna I was going to say, we were going <laughs> we to try that at some point. Like, I knew it. We try acquisition. We were going to try merger. We were going to try yeah. all that stuff. Like, yeah, that was, uh, that, that, that was not a, that one, that one doesn't surprise me at all. That one does not. Yeah. That, that, that knowing you, that does not surprise me either. Um, Oh, taking equity, taking equity in clients. Oh yeah, I'm not sure if I would have believed we We had done it. It's not out of character, but that was kind of like it took one of the PE guys going like, 
hey, you guys should really think about this to really think about it. We've done it. Stuart and I have done it one time before and it was not, it obviously didn't work out very well. It was not a good situation. The client was struggling. We had, it was almost like fine for a huge discount in our fees. We'll take equity, right? It was almost like a management buyout situation. It was not pretty. It didn't pan out. I'd always wanted to, but I was starting to lose some hope that that was ever going to happen. So I think that makes me really happy seeing that because I, I actually, it wasn't like I wasn't ex- expecting it. I just wasn't sure it was ever going to work out. Now, yeah. to be fair, we haven't had, I mean, we had a couple. It hasn't been a lot. We'll tell you in 10 years if that worked out. If anyway. that works out, right? Okay, cool. <laughs> we, got, we got on the cap table. We had, we had another 10 years to find out if that works out. That's one I, I would not have. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have been surprised, I guess, but like yeah. that wasn't intuitive no. out of the gate. I think the other one, I mean, I think also how closely we're working with some of the, I mean, you mentioned about being at bill.com's advisory board. Like that wasn't on my, I wouldn't believe like Expensify, Intuit, Zero, bill.com, like all these companies would care about what we thought. I, I, that is unbelievable to me. I mean, not on my radar any way, shape or form back then. Like, in fact, I kind of shunned the industry. I, I did. I was like, I'm, I was so annoyed with what CPE looked like back then and going to conferences. And again, the, the 2015 ZeroCon, so that would have been a year into when we were together, was a completely random, like, I needed some CPE. It was out by my mom and dad's in Colorado. It's sure all popping there. We're kind of using that. And next thing you know, I'm like, wait, whoa, wait a second here. Something's something's happening here. And, 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 Zero, zero always did it well, but like something was going on. Like something's different about this place of where there's some interesting other accounting firms and like, oh, there's some other technology that's like, that was very different. And you think about now how important that is to us as an organization, all those partnerships. Yeah, that was a that was an important, I think you doing that inspired me to do that the next year. And then we started like, really get into the ecosystem and really get like that's a huge turning point probably because it was that 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 brings energy right that that that's i was gonna gonna say that exact thing it brings energy it brings so much the joy and because energy and excitement it it brought us a business partner like if you think about business partner i talked about that at the zero road show the other day yesterday about that zero helped us find a business partner right and you know, Patty and Scott and the whole team and Catching Clouds merged with us. That that was formed around that community. And then beyond that, I mean, the, the amount of friendships we have, like deep, like real, like, hey, not just I know someone as a business partner and let me refer you. Like these are really, really good friends of ours, like who, you know, came about within this space, which I was like, wait, who, who are these? I can't imagine like now every city you and I travel to, we're always looking for like, oh yeah, let's go see so-and-so while we're here. I'm like, right? Well, those are my closest friends now. Yeah, there are, those are some of our absolute best friends. So once you get outside of the Falcons crew, like for me, you get like it's the accounting. You get, community, you, get, yeah. you get like BG, the Falcons crew, and then it goes to like the accounting crew. Like, like I'm just saying, like people, yeah, just those never. Are people. That was never on the radar. The only thing I knew then was like, oh, we got to use some of these technology components. We'll use them as best as we can. And otherwise, for like CPE and stuff, we're like we're going to the Georgia Society of CPAs, and it was just like you you just sit there and torturously go through those things, and it's like this is just terrible. And now, I mean, we look forward to it. You know, we're 
get on, I'm getting on a plane in a couple of days to head out and do one of these. And I'm like, I can't wait to see everybody and to actually hear what's kind of coming through. It's, it, it's a, that was unexpected, very unexpected. Oh man. And and we're just tip of the iceberg. It was like at the bill yeah. thing. I was telling you about meeting Jody the other day and like, like, oh, he's yeah. Just, Grundin, yeah, just uh, like a breath of fresh air in the industry. Like, like, Oh my God. Like some of these people like push us and challenge us and doing shit so much better than us. It's like <sighs> fun. It's fun to see, you know, it is fun. It is fun. I, I feel like I, a broken record when I go and speak at this conference, but that was my final thing I said to everyone at the, on yesterday, I was like, I hope this is helpful, but like, just so you know, like there's a much bigger community than just this. Like there are people there, you've got people out there. There are people out there who will happily help you. Accountants are friendly and they're really helpful to each other. And that's yep. been, that's been awesome. That's probably to your point. Like that's, I'm not sure anything has given me or us more energy than that's, and then also, I mean, and our great team members at Acuity. Like you, you look around, and we go on our offsites, especially our Acuity con. I mean, yeah, having a our own conference. Oh yeah, I would have lost a bet on that one. Too. Absolutely, that was nowhere near. <laughs> nowhere I, on our radar. I thought, and you were the one who was pushing it. I thought you were insane. Yeah, I was probably. Uh, <laughs> the um, the I don't remember. I don't remember that being my idea. That's funny. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's, I'll take credit for it. I do. Um, the, um, yeah, I would have lost a bet if you thought that I would got more inspiration from the accounting community than the Atlanta tech ecosystem, but totally. Oh yeah. You I remember initially when you were, you were really embedded in the Atlanta tech ecosystem and it's a great ecosystem. It really is. It's kind of nice to pop back into it. On well, you're like, I mean, just think of who was sitting next to us. Like, Kyle Tope. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Uni- unicorn, like, unicorn. All, all these, yeah. the, the freaking unicorns now green light. Like all you're like friend, all, all, all friends, these, yeah. all of our friends, like Great that have people. built unicorns. Those are kind of humbling, but like where I get inspiration is more from our. Yeah. Our they're, they're the folks know. who know us and who kind of think like mine with us. So it's, that's been, that's been a lot of fun. I mean, there's a lot of good things we look back at. It's just a fun retrospective. And since we had, I thought of this topic because even though it was actually, Two months ago, we always celebrate this just for people listening. We we like to celebrate milestones and a big milestone we celebrate is anniversaries and we do it every company meeting. And so Matthew is the one who had the the ten year anniversary, which is which is which is is pretty cool. We do some we do some fun things. You know, kind June first every year. You think about it. We do some fun things oh, kind of behind you, the scenes. Stuff. You, the funny thing is, do you remember? Uh, like I would do um, so because I buy the business right so kenji would get a check from me once a year i did uh, for the first five years so i would just pay him interest on the check because i had to pay him interest and i pay his partner that we were buying out i was paying that note off but kenji got this like interest check for me every year he was like he was like this is so random it's like happy it's it's so funny because i this is just yeah very us is like i'd always forget like i just like oh whatever and he'd be like he'd come in always on you you were like June 1st, you brought that check for the interest payment. I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of felt like it was always like a, you know, uh, yeah, you were, you, you were clockwork, wouldn't missed it like that. And I was always like, oh yeah, I forgot about this thing. Cause yeah, it, it just was an interesting component, but that, those are a big milestone too. And we got through that. We, I know we celebrated on like getting through that. Like, oh my gosh, you're fully in. Like, let's get on even, even Stephen Parr here. The fact that we're now like, great. That was, that was a big deal, but. That was that was a cool like I, I got when I paid you off that was fine but like when I paid Stuart off that was 
a big deal to me. That was a big deal. That was a big deal. I am. It was probably a big deal to you too, since you guaranteed it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, but also like, I, I just don't like you and I always worked as equals and I, and none, I know you didn't like it, especially financially. I didn't, I mean, you understood it obviously, but like, I was excited for when like we could truly, I could look at you and feel like, okay, we're in the exact same financial position. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't, you and I never like when there's, you and I hate lack of alignment. Like we are, we despise lack of alignment. And so even though we are incredibly aligned elsewhere, it's just the nature of the transaction. We had to do that, but that was fun when you got there. I was like, yeah, okay, let's go. Lots of stuff and 10 years. LFG, baby. Let's go. LFG, let's go. Well, okay. Maybe let's go before we go. Let's do some rating here. But dude, um, let me try one more time. I want to see one more time if we can see the, you know, the two, the two young. Why you can't you can't work Zoom? I don't know, dude. He kind of wants to bounce and show like some other screen, and it's just not. It's just showing a blank screen to me. As Kenji Karamoto has started screen sharing. No, oh, I don't know why. Is this user error? I, I had some weird update. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it. A, I'm gonna call it a Zoom error. I've got some weird client update thing have Who knows? But. Anyway, okay. um, let's rate beers. This probably isn't going to pull up either. I'll try to. I'm sure it's probably not going to pull up. We'll try. We'll see if it does anything. Well, nobody watches the YouTube anyway. I'm pretty sure. Like everybody just. I, I like everybody's watching. Everybody's, everybody's. Oh, that worked. Oh, that one works. That. Oh, wait. Yeah. Let's, look, let's, let's try this. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Look at that. Yeah, that, that was 10 years of haircutting. Look, I, look how skinny I am. <laughs> We're so young. 10 years ago. Oh my god! I looked that up. That was um, Arizona Car- Fal- uh, Cardinals were here playing us. We crushed them. Uh, Maddie, Maddie was I think two touchdowns, one interception. Julio, of course, had ten receptions. Can you name our? Can you name our running back? Michael Turner back then? No, he was a one and done. One year we picked him up out of the Rams. Oh, Todd Gurley. Who was that? I thought it was great. Like, Steven Jackson. Remember that? Oh, that was the Steven Jackson. I was like, Todd Gurley is way too soon. Yeah, Steven Jackson. Steven, wow. Was, oh, I forgot. I looked I forgot. back and I saw that. I'm like, that's what game though. Yeah, we won it by like, it's like 28 18 or something. Nice that's one. like a cheesy smile for you. You're normally a better smile than that. So. I know. I know. <laughs> I've gotten better. I've gotten better at my smiling. Okay, I'm going to rank this one. This is the Garden Beer. Look, 10 um, pounds lighter in that thing. I'm going to go see if I can get that back down to 180 like that, One, 190. Uh, motivation um yeah i'm gonna give this guy i wasn't that crazy about it three two five like i don't taste I, all this other stuff they put on here that's like gimmick like cucumber cu- cucumber and toasted whatever I, I taste none of that stuff three two i I'd probably get rating it too high at three two five very very disappointing we, we like we like the thing there so you are the salted caramel porter of course everyone's got one of these unfortunately um, this one's from Anderson. I see it. Anderson Valley. <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna go a, a, a straight three zero. Like uh, I just not 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 not. I don't like the bourbon barrel stuff typically, but like um, I usually like a porter more. So yeah. just let the, let the porter shine through, and like don't get all fancy. Don't add all the other stuff. Is that what you're saying? You can put the caramel in there, but like uh, the the bourbon barrel on top of the caramel. Like I like one or the other. Like okay. do the barrel or do the caramel, but don't do both. Does, does it feel like when you're doing that too, they're hiding something like, okay, you're doing too much. Like just, just, you're getting too. 
It's like kitchen sink. The caramel then the purpled barrel didn't work, so we threw caramel in. Like I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Who knows? That makes sense. Well, all right. Ten years from now, we'll come back. Here's to another ten years, dude. Another like this is. I, I'm cheering, choose, cheering to you with like an. I, I got the exact same amount. You ready? Cheers, cheers, dude. Love you. Love you, man. So ten more years, and hey, hey, everybody out there, we love you guys too. Give us some other topics. Come on, send us some beer. And uh, we'll see you next time here on Drink Why You Think.